When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday, y'all. Welcome into the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Natures of Colorado, the Northeastern Colorado dispensary providing top quality cannabis and a wide variety of products. Remember to use code DNVR online or mention DNVR in store or drive through Fun interview for you guys today. I was able to catch up with Nico Medved this morning. Really appreciate the access that CSU men's basketball has given me this season. A special thank you to Ryan Pfeiffer, the CSU sports information director. Could not be better to work with. And they just make everything easy. But I was able to pick Nico's brain a little bit on that tough one against San Diego State. Obviously, just a brutal second half. The Rams get outscored 41 to 11 down the stretch, 19 to 1 over the final nine minutes and change. It was, it was a tough one. So we kind of got into uh, the keys to, like, not victory, but the, the reasons why the Rams kind of came up short in that one. Uh, we set the scene for Utah State, talked about that matchup, talked about playing for something bigger than yourself with the Fight Like a Ram event. It's just such a cool tradition. And honestly, of, of all the things that we do, it's probably my favorite tradition at this point at CSU. It's just so much bigger than sports. And I think it's really special. I think it's really cool for the players to be able to get that perspective. And at the end of the day, this is what college sports are supposed to be about, about community, about representing something larger than yourself, about sacrifice. And to me, it just doesn't get any better than this. Instead of blabbering on, I'm just going to go ahead and get right to that interview here with Nico. I'll have some more keys to victory for CSU in this matchup against Utah State afterwards. Uh, real quick, I do want to shout out our partners over at Circle K. The membership is free to sign up for. The app is easy to download. All you've got to do is enter your email and phone number to be fully enrolled. After that, your phone number is all you'll have to enter in to get details. When you sign up your first five Phillips of gas, you're going to get 25 cents off per gallon, plus five free Polar Pops. You're literally losing money if you are not using Circle K. Get a free any size Polar Pop from Colorado Circle K's by texting DNVR to 31310. That's DNVR to 31310. Message and data rates apply. Periodic recurring messages per month. Terms and conditions can be viewed at circlek.com. Sign up with the QR code or visit www.circlek.com slash inner circle for more info. All right. I am pleased to be joined by Nico Medved, head men's basketball coach of Colorado State. Nico, always really great to us. Thank you so much for hopping on. Oh, thanks, Justin. Uh, anytime, man. So this is obviously the uh, first time I've had a chance to talk to you since Tuesday night. Kind of a, a tale of two halves, I guess, if you will. You know, you come out, get the double-digit lead. Just what are your thoughts on the matchup and, and how it all kind of played out? Um, yeah, I guess you don't you don't have to be a sports enthusiast to say it was a tale of two halves, huh? Like you can kind of kind of look at at that. You know. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things you can look. Obviously, we played played pretty well coming out of the gate. You know, with a with a huge game going into their uh, um, house after they were coming off a loss. I think they're 33 and 0 coming off a loss going back to to Viejas. 
thought our guys were ready to play. We we showed that. Um, I thought, you know, one of the things even early on when we had the lead, we were accumulating foul trouble, you know, early in the first half too. Um, and that became, I thought, a huge factor as well in the in the second half, you know, with with us. And then, you know, like every team, I mean, team that's got pride, a team that's as good and as great of a program as San Diego State has, they were going to come out fighting. And I thought, you know, the most glaring thing for us early was the the rebounding, right, where we did yeah. such a good job in the first half. And then we gave up some second and third opportunities um, that really ignited them. And and instead of having the opportunity to get a stop and get out and transition and attack them, when we got a stop, we weren't able to come up with the ball. And I thought those things really started the turn. Um, and then I thought after that, I thought the major thing, you know, Joel Scott only played four minutes in the second half, you know, him picking up his fourth foul um, on a really tough, you know, just, he got an offensive rebound, weren't able to finish loose ball on the floor, dove gets his fourth foul. We've got to take him out. And then when we put him back, he was playing pretty well. We put him back in and literally like the first trip down the floor, he gets a foul, uh, trying to guard, uh, Ladee in the post. And that was his night. And, um, you know, we do that with the foul trouble Rashawn had with Pat turning his ankle and, it was crazy as boys to play. We still had the lead with nine minutes to go. And then we had to play the last five minutes without a post player. Kyle Evans was going through percussion, uh, concussion protocol. And, um, and then, you know, at that point in time, I kind of felt like, you know, the, the game had kind of, uh, been decided, but do that. Some of the poor offense, um, some of the shots we made in the first half, obviously did not go down in the second half. We were not able to get to the free throw line and, um, you know, we're not able to, 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 to score inside. And so that's kind of a recipe for what happened. Obviously I thought they really pushed the score up to in the last five or six minutes um, when the game had kind of, you know, been decided, but really unfortunate had a, had a, had a chance to obviously in Viejas, but as you know, you've really got to learn, but then you've got to have amnesia and you got to be ready to quickly move on to the next one is uh, in this league this year and really all over college basketball. Um, you got to move on quickly and focus on the next task at hand. I don't want to fixate too much on this one because, I mean, you had won four straight coming in. You were up double digits in three of four halves against the San Diego State team. But just kind of going back to what you said is the the foul trouble maybe the biggest takeaway from this is that you got to find a way to kind of stay out of foul trouble because it, it just compounds. I mean, I think that's one thing. I mean, I think that was obviously a major factor in that game. But, you know, despite that, I mean, we obviously we had some opportunities to to rebound the ball, which we did so well for three halves against them. And we were not able to do that. And I thought that was really what started to ignite their run was was that, you know, was the 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 inability to come up with rebounds on the defensive glass when we when we had to. And um I thought that was the the takeaway. And then game started getting away from us. We had a couple of, you know, transition defensive errors. We obviously were not able to we weren't able to to score inside. We weren't able to get to the free throw line. And even though we had some good looks, you know, they, they weren't able to go down. And so you've got to find a way to get some easy baskets. And um, we weren't able to attack them in the interior there in the second half very effectively. Um, game got really, really physical, as you would uh, um, anticipate. And 
Um, and yeah, I, I, but there's no question the foul trouble and some of that we had to do better, uh, um, and some of the fouls. And then some of it was just kind of the way the game was being called and, um, we got to adjust, but he's a hard guy to, to play against if you're not able to, uh, to get a little physical with him. Yeah. I think the, the whistle is, tends to favor the Aztecs a little bit in Viejas, but I mean, the, the, the home teams tend that's to, yeah, life. they they tend to get the whistle in this league. It was something I talked about even going into the matchup, just kind of warning the fans, buckle up. It could be, you know, one of those nights where it gets a little bit frustrating. And, and, and you want to be like, you can't make excuses, you know, for, for, for that. And as far as what happens, that's not, that's not anything that's a, that's a revelation, you know, to anybody. And despite all that, you know, we, we had our, had our chances and, um, you know, but with us fouling out, Patrick getting hurt, you know, all that stuff like that, it's just, we just didn't have any depth there and, and it got away from us really quickly. No, no breaks, obviously in this league, you get Utah state coming into Fort Collins. They're coming off of a, a nice win in Laramie. They've, they found a way to, to steal a couple of them now. What have you learned about this Utah State team and what kind of stands out to you about them the most? Well, you know, they're 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 very experienced in in the sense of, you know, their post player Osaber and Brown, their point guard, who are terrific players, you know, played for for Coach Sprinkle for those years at Montana State. Clearly, I think that really set the tone for for them coming out and having a having a strong year is they've got a terrific point guard and a terrific big man who really know um how they want to play the culture in their program um that a couple of key guys that didn't play last year a kid mason Falslov, who's a you know terrific young freshman who had redshirted and i believe missioned i'm not i don't know that 100 percent, but i believe boy, so he's too. really turned into it to a terrific player for them. And Isaac Johnson, the big kid who was sitting out last year, who's come in and great job. And then um, Ian Martinez was a key two-time transfer, you know, that got eligible for them. And their, their starting group is really connected, um, played really well together. Um, although every style is different. I think, you know, you see a style of play that's similar to ours in a lot of ways where they really share the ball. Well, they cut it, they cut well, um, they're aggressive. They play inside out, uh, um, and and they really play well as a team. And you know their bench has come on, and they've got a lot of confidence in in, in what they're doing. But it starts with terrific point guard play, um, an elite post player, and you know, a guy like Ian Martinez, you know, who's who's really an athletic electric scorer, and um, they're a team playing with a lot of confidence. Is there any update on Patrick Cartier? Do you do you know if he'll be able to go yet? Um, you know, I, I, I would say he's questionable. I mean, the one thing about Pat, you know, he's such a tough kid and, you know, wants to, would want to go. I think we'll just kind of have to, you know, literally play it here, uh, see what he's able to, to, to do if anything in practice. And, and then we'll see, you know, for tomorrow afternoon, obviously, um, you know, we'd love to have him. Um, um, but I, it really will be a game time, game time decision. But, you know, if there's any chance that he can play, Patrick's a guy who's going to try to give it a go. Yeah. Dude's tough as nails. Was it an ankle sprain? It kind of looks like he rolled his ankle there, but yeah, I can't just, quite an, tell. just, you know, an ankle sprain. They got, it wasn't any more than that. And, you know, I, I don't anticipate him missing a long period of time or anything like, like that. These things sometimes can be can be tricky and sometimes you can get in a little bit of a stalemate as far as, you know, turning the corner. But, you know, if, if somehow I don't anticipate him missing a long period of time, which is, which is great news. 
I want to focus on the stuff that's bigger than basketball here in just a second. But uh, just one question I had for you, and, and you've been honest about not following the standings day to day. And I think that makes a lot of sense from a mentality perspective. Also, they're going to change so much with all these teams beating each other. You really can't learn much at this stage of the year. But just how important is it to finish in the top five purely from the standpoint of avoiding an extra game in Vegas? I mean, it is a it's a huge deal. I mean, to 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 do that. Um, but I'll go back to really the only thing you have control over in the moment is the team you're playing next. You don't control any other outcome of any other game or what might happen. The only thing you control is trying to win the next game and put everything into it. And whether you win or whether you lose, you've just got to keep staying in that mindset, you know, um, that way. But yeah, I mean, obviously you, you'd want to, and, and, and you want to finish in the top five. So you have an opportunity to get it by the Mountain West tournament's going to be crazy, but you know, there's going to be a team that doesn't finish in the top five or a couple of teams that are going to be dang good teams, you know? And I think you see that oftentimes in these, in these, cause I think this is a high major basketball league, Without you know, a doubt. You see that, you know and, and, and you see that around the country in these other leagues, like a team that, wow, this team's an NCAA tournament team. They're not even getting a buy in their conference tournament, you know? And so you just, again, of course, that's what you, you, you want to do, but I'm not even trying to deflect or I mean, quite just, I just know from experience, you have to focus on what you can control. And right now that's trying to put our best foot forward against Utah state. Again, you have no control over any of the other outcomes and any of the other games. And, you know, even if you win a couple in a row, you know, the next game's going to be tough. You can lose a couple in a row. I mean, you just, the standings will continue to change until the last week of the season. I mean, I assume that's the message to the players throughout. Just don't fixate on it. You can't, you know what I mean? It's just like, you can't fixate on that. You can't fixate on any of that. If you just get, you know, you get, if you start focusing too much on the past, good or bad, and and you're reading your press clippings or you're focused on that, then you're not ready. And if you start thinking too much about, you know, um, where you're, again, no matter where you are today, uh, that can all change if you don't, you know, perform well. So um, that's really what you have to focus on. It's going to be a wild here, uh, last stretch here of the regular season. And um, we just got to keep our head down and keep going. Well, I certainly can't wait. I mean, it's it's been so fun in this league. The tournament's going to be a blast. These next couple of weeks are going to be a blast. But I'm really looking forward to tomorrow and the the Fight Like a Ram event. It's become one of my favorite annual traditions. You know, the players honoring local cancer patients. Just what has this experience meant to you personally and, and kind of what have you gotten out of it these last couple of years? You know, I, again, when we, when we first got pitched this um, and, and, you know, I, I really was like, wow, that's, can you, you know, can you, can you do that? Can you wear another name on your Jersey? Can we, and, you know, well, why not? And as we did it that first year, it was just, it was an unbelievable experience. I'd never done anything like that. It was simply one of my favorite, if not the the best thing we do like in our community. Um, and it's just really manifested into a, a bigger and more special event every year. And, you know, in, in order to, I, I think our guys and especially the guys who've been here for, for several years, and even the guys that, you know, have an opportunity for the first time to do it. They, they, it's really meaningful to them. They really understand 
the impact. They're humbled by the impact that they can have on somebody who's going through this fight. I think it's so important. And, and listen, I'm the most competitive person in the world and people who are around me know that, but it's very important to have perspective. And I think having perspective is a position of strength. Um, I think that allows you to, to love and appreciate, you know, the things that you get to do every day. Um, for these guys, it's awesome. And, and I think that I always make um, the patients and their families understand it has just as big of an impact on us. And so really cool. Um, the families and the, the patients that are that are fighting a, a, a much bigger fight than we are on Saturday. Um, it's going to be pretty cool and going to be sold out. Um, to just have an opportunity to be in that environment and do that is going to be really cool for all of us. So it's really special. It's really unique um, here in our community. And again, when I talk about team together, I just think it's it's really kind of epitomizes that, right? It's, it's, it's ground level, um, making an impact on your community, your community making an impact on you um, and everybody coming together and doing something really good. All the other stuff that's in the news today. Uh, um, that we can focus on or getting upset about wins and losses, which is all real. Um, it just, it really puts things into perspective. I really like the timing of of the game this year. Just, I don't know. I, obviously the, the way the game played out the other night, that's going to be frustrating for the guys, frustrating for you, frustrating for the fans. But to me, this is it, being able to help, you know, or represent the cancer patients is one thing, but I just, I think it's cool the way the entire community comes together and, and just, you know, like represents something so much bigger than just a, a game. Yeah. You know, I think one of the unique things about athletics, right, is it, it, it brings people together. It, it uh, promotes a sense of community um, that way. And the crowds have been awesome. And then how can you utilize that platform and that ability to, to make an impact? And I think this is such a unique way um, um, to do that. So I think that's really, 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 really cool. And, um, all the, you know, again, the, the, the good, the bad, the frustrating, the joy, all this stuff like that, it puts things into perspective and it's, it's going to be great. And it should be a great game too. uh, high level game. Um, you know, doesn't start today, but, you know, I feel like both of these teams, obviously if it ended today, would have an opportunity to play in the NCAA tournaments of both teams that have had an exceptional season so far. And um, just like a lot of these Mountain West games, it should be a heck of a heck of a test. Nico, I know you're a busy guy, so I'm gonna let you get out of here. But thank you so much for hopping on the pod with me. I always appreciate your perspective. And, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow afternoon. Hey, thanks, Justin. Appreciate you anytime. Natures of Colorado provides an amazing grade of cannabis and a vast variety of products. Check them out for all your needs, including infused edibles, high-potency concentrates, and some of the best flour in the state. There are four convenient locations in northeastern Colorado, Log Lane Village, Garden City, Sedgwick, and Millican. They are the go-to dispo in northeastern Colorado. Save time by ordering online at naturescolorado.com. Stay cozy when you pick up. They all have drive throughs just so convenient. Visit a location and mention our code DNVR to take advantage of these Natures of Colorado deals. You can get a $99 ounce every day, but when you use our code, you can get a full ounce at any shelf for $85. Exquisite extracts are two-gram bucket for $15. Remember to use the code DNVR online or mention DNVR in store. We've got a ton of fun events at DNVR, including the American Raptors Rugby Watch Party at 3 p.m. There's going to be giveaways from the players on the team, Raptors, stickers, DNVR swag. It's really going to be awesome. 
even a VIP raffle to the March 17th home opener in the VIP Raptors Club. We're going to have watch parties over the next three weeks, so check them out. Follow us on social at dnvr slash underscore sports or go to dnvr.com slash events to check out our calendar. Finally, with Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. They're going to have copycats, but those copycats can't beat Empire, not on their quality, not on their service, not on their speed. What they do is they advertise the lowest prices because they're using low-quality products that they wouldn't put in their own home. Empire says, nah, not about it. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices. The stuff they leave out is just as important as the stuff that they leave in. The virtual floor designer is a great way to see how new floors will look in any space. It's super easy. Just snap a picture and instantly see how new floors will look in your room. It's really cool. I messed around with this just for fun the other night. They pride themselves on the convenient shop at home service. They help customers shop for floors where they use their floors so they can see exactly what their new floors are going to look like in their home lighting and with the decor so that they can make an informed decision. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 discount when they use the promo code DNVR. Restrictions do apply. See empiretoday.com slash DNVR for details. All right. One more shout out to Nico Medved and CSU Athletics for hooking it up on that interview. Really, really appreciate Nico for giving me some of his time. I wanted to just kind of wrap up here with a couple of keys to victory for the Rams against Utah State. Some of this I did talk about with Nico and we'll kind of put a bow on it. But this is a huge game. I mean, when you look at the standings, obviously Utah State, if they win this one, should pretty much run away with the the Mountain West at this point. I mean, San Diego State's got a pretty favorable schedule to close out, so I guess we'll see what happens there. Uh, but this is this is a big one for the Rams. You know, they're coming off of a double-digit loss. As Medved said, I don't really feel like that was a 16-point loss. They kind of pulled away there. Once the game was firmly in control, the Rams didn't even have a, a single post player over the, the last five minutes after foul trouble and injuries. But this is one where you can really help your NCAA at-large resume. As things are are currently projected, if you look at bracket matrix, uh, the Rams are a seven seed, Utah State a six seed, San Diego State a five seed, a six bid Mountain West with UNM and Boise State both being tens, and then Nevada coming in as an 11. I imagine they would be in Dayton for the the first four in in that instance, but who knows. If CSU were to lose this one, depending on what happened against New Mexico in the pit, if they lost both of those, you're probably dropping down to more like the 9-10 range where, you know, Boise State and New Mexico are. So this is a big one. Uh, My keys for CSU, Joel Scott has got to play 30 minutes in this game. When you look at this matchup down low with Great Osibor, they need his physical presence defensively, especially if Cartier is not able to go. Cartier has grown a lot defensively, and Bemba's a guy who I think can come in, and so as long as he doesn't foul out in 11 minutes like he did the other night, I actually like his aggressive mentality and that he comes in and isn't afraid to you know kind of use some of those fouls. The thing was, is when Scott was also in foul trouble, it, it just really put the Rams in a tough spot the other night. Osibor is a guy who really won the game for Utah State. I mean, Falslev had a a nice game. Martinez had some moments as well in that one. But you've got to rebound so much more consistently than you did. And Logan allowed Osibor to get seven offensive rebounds just by himself. If they're able to do that and rack up the second chance opportunities and also 
a lot of the time when they get those putback chances, that's when you pick up the dumb fouls trying to hack somebody on the wrist and get a shot contest in a tight area. They just, they got to rebound the ball better. Medved pointed out how it was such a big deal in that loss against San Diego State. Could not agree more. I mean, the Rams, they're a team that wants to get out and attack in transition. You know, it all starts with pulling down the, the ball off the glass, though. Um, they got to work the paint so much more offensively in this one. One of the things that always kind of makes me nervous when you come out and hit a bunch of threes in the first three minutes the way that the Rams did against the Aztecs, it, it can make you a little bit complacent. And I think the shot selection had been so good in the games leading up to this one where they were passing up some of these open looks along the perimeter for great looks down low. They were really getting in rhythm. I'd like to see CSU establish that presence in the paint from the get-go. Just get that rhythm going, play inside out. You're certainly going to have to hit a, a couple of threes. I mean, I don't think you can expect to, to really make your money with the three ball against a team like Utah State, they defend it really, really well. But when you get an open one in rhythm, can you cash it? Can you not force it? Can you find a way to work your way down low to, you know, give the the ball life and make sure that you you have multiple reversals and you don't get stagnant and guys are moving? I, I just think that's the big key against a team like Utah State, who's, you know, top 50 defense in terms of either the metrics the more you get to the paint, the more exhausting it's going to be on them, the better chance you have to get them in foul trouble, to get some easy points at the line yourself. You're a pretty good free throw shooting unit as a team. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say, though, is the stars have got to shine. That's ultimately what it came down to, in my opinion. Jaden Ledee looked like the Mountain West Player of the Year that matchup the other night. You need your your stars in these types of games to deliver you to victory. You need Isaiah Stevens to be typical Isaiah Stevens. You need a, a double-double type effort from Neat Clifford. Joel Scott, again, I, I think Joel Scott is probably the X factor in this matchup just because of the post play. This isn't a game where if you lose, it kills your season, it kills your resume or anything like that. But I do think having the right response at home at this stage of the season with what we want this team to accomplish this year would be big. I, I think they need to get some positive momentum rolling, especially before a really tough trip to the pit. I mean, it's probably the toughest true road setting in the Mountain West. Nothing gets easier from here, uh, but, you know, I think the Rams are going to be fired up. You're playing for something bigger than yourself. I'm really excited for it. I'm going to be there with RG. Dinger's going to be there, apparently, the Rockies mascot. I don't know if they uh, they got that from the pot or what, but I think I mentioned that <laughs> a couple weeks back, actually, uh, going back to that San Diego State game from whatever that was, 2011 or whatever with the Harlem Shake. Anyways, really big game coming up this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I know you guys are all too. Shout out to Medved for hopping on the pod. Really appreciate it. Shout out to all of you for supporting the content. Much love y'all. Always proud to be. Peace. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water together, make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be. I got blood on my shirt, like I wear my heart on my sleeve. She said I look good in red, but that went straight to my head. So now she's rocking my teeth.
She's tucked into new prodigies And we ain't smoking a month But I just saw her last week The lipstick stain still on my cheek Like we ain't talk enough And we always seem to laugh But never nod at us So the future's looking grim It's kinda ominous And this song ain't about love That'd be too obvious See, this is more about lust And all of my misconceptions And this is more about me And all of my self-deception I'll tell myself a lie 100 times don't need corrections But every night I pray to God I hope I learn my lesson and the peaches out from Palisade And they sweet as mama's marmalade And this should sound like summer days The windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies My daddy played the drums And my mama slapped that bass And my sister sang these songs Dancing hand in hand We were tripping two left feet Like a middle school slow dance No one knew how to leave But I'm still thankful for these days